men who have unplugged from the Matrix are now more aware of the true nature of women here in 2020. We're aware of their promiscuous behavior, how they cover it up, their nefariousness, and their outright disgusting licentiousness when it comes to dealing with men. Men like myself know that the vast majority of women in this part of the world aren't good for much outside of bedroom action, and we damn sure that most women aren't worth committing to outside of a one-night stand, the occasional booty call, or a friends with benefits arrangement. Now we complain about how women can't cook, are never loyal or faithful, and that it's a fool's errand trying to wife up or even date this chick. But for the number of women who aren't worth committing to, there are also a lot of guys out there who aren't worth committing to. Yes, we talk about the bad investments most females are these days, but if we're going to keep it 100, a lot of guys aren't worth anything to write home about either. Men talk all this noise about how they require their women to be attractive, know how to cook, have a kind disposition, and remain faithful. The problem is, most of these men making these demands are out of shape, can barely take care of themselves, and are terrible with money. If a man wants a quality woman, he's got to have himself together first. You cannot buy something if you do not have the money. It's a simple exchange. Well, if you want a good woman, you've got to be a high-value male. And becoming a high-value male starts with two basics. Number one, getting and staying into shape. And number two, getting your financial house in order. Without those two basic elements squared away, you're just like the 95% of guys who simp for single mothers, guys who cape up for sexually indiscriminate women. But because more men want to be in relationships than men who are actually worth committing to, women predictably decided to shack up with the best of the worst while she searches for a higher value male. And guess what? A lot of times, they do end up finding that man. But when they do, they never go and tell their boyfriends or husbands, hey, I'm in love with this guy at work. His name is Kevin. He's in the sales department and I want to break up with you to be with him. Not even close. What she does is she cheats on you with Kevin for a while. And when she thinks that Kevin wants to be with her or that Kevin will at the very least sleep with her regularly, only then will she break up with you and even then she will never tell you that it's over. Instead, she'll tell you things like, we should start seeing other people or we should take a break. Or my favorite, I need space. Then when you find out she's seeing someone the very next day, it becomes obvious to you that she was sleeping with that guy long before she ever told you, we need to talk. So now you're thinking to yourself, well, goddamn, this is the third straight girl who's cheated on me. Women ain't bleep. And you know what? You'd be right. But there are a few reasons you may not be aware of as to why you keep getting cheated on. You could be in great shape and be financially responsible. Hell, you may even have a good working knowledge as to how women work and what makes them tick. But guess what? So do a lot of other men, but their women are still running around on them too. So now the question becomes, why do women keep cheating on me other than the obvious factors such as the girl power movement, promiscuity, and lack of accountability or desire to be in a monogamous committed relationship? What exactly is it that I am doing or not doing that causes these women to step out on me? Well, if you're one of those guys asking yourself this question right now, you're in luck because your Uncle Donovan is going to give you five reasons your girlfriends keep taking the D on the side while you're at home or at work waiting for her to call or text. Number one, you're non-confrontational, which is a nice way of saying that you're a coward. Most people don't like confrontation, myself included. But just because I dislike confrontation doesn't mean I don't realize that it is sometimes a necessary part of life. If I need to address a situation with a friend, a colleague, a woman, or whoever, I never hesitate to do what needs to be done or say what needs to be said. Now, over the years, I've had plenty of difficult conversations with people I dislike and with people I care about. No, I'm not the guy who goes looking for confrontation or looks for a fight. 
Well, not anymore anyway, but I don't shy away from it either. And if your woman figures out that you're non-confrontational, if she thinks that you're not going to call her out on her BS right then and there, if she thinks you're afraid to look her in the eye and say, knock it off, she will lose respect for you and start to exhibit disrespectful behavior. Why? Because she knows you won't check her. She knows you will not confront her. Now, to be fair, the root of our non-confrontational culture stems from our comfortable lives. That is, nobody really fights anymore. A man who's never been in a fight with another man, a man who's never been in a physical confrontation with another man who's trying to rip your head off, is naturally going to be non-confrontational because he's afraid of the unknown. A man who's never verbally checked a female and put her in her place is going to be non-confrontational with her because he's not sure what her response will be. Understand this, gentlemen. A woman has to know that you are a man who will confront uncomfortable situations. If you're out at a restaurant and she tells you that her steak is undercooked and you tell her to eat around it rather than calling a waiter over and demanding another steak, she knows you're a coward. If your woman exhibits bad behavior in public and you don't pull her aside and tell her to cut the crap, she loses more respect for you. Your woman has to know that in any and all situations that you are going to grab your Y chromosome and say what needs to be said and do what needs to be done to rectify any and all situations. Now keep in mind, she doesn't want you to be the hothead who goes looking for trouble. She doesn't want you asking her, did that guy bother you? Or your steak looks overcooked, what the hell? They want and need you to be able to discern the difference between a situation that needs to be addressed and a situation that should be ignored. But if it's obvious to the both of you that a particular situation needs to be addressed and you make an excuse not to address it directly, her attraction to you will be gravely compromised. And more often than not, they end up having to take care of the situation themselves, which can cause even bigger problems down the road. Women do not want to have to address these things, but if they're with a coward of a man, she'll end up doing the dirty work and eventually she will leave him. And if you're dating a woman and she figures out that you're a non-confrontational coward, she'll end things before they even get serious. Women respect men who are unafraid to be direct with both them and others. If you are unable to be confrontational when and if a situation presents itself, she will cheat on you with a man who does. Number two, you put too much responsibility on her. Now, before I tell you why her being in charge will inevitably lead to her cheating on you, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this video with anyone who needs to see it. And don't forget, the launch of Womanies Volume 3 is only a week and a half away. Womanies Volume 3 contains well over 400 of the most common phrases, questions, and statements women make to mislead and deceive men into committing to females who will turn their lives upside down. This course will make it damn near impossible for any woman to get over on you. And remember, when you enroll in Womanies Volume 3, you get access to Womanies 101, Womanies Volume 2, and Womanies Volume 4 when it's released on Valentine's Day. Volume 4 will have an additional 100 translations, plus, you get over 200 hours of bonus content and lifetime access to my weekly webinars where I do consultations, coaching, and give advice. Guys, you need to get on the waiting list now because space is limited and the window for enrollment is extremely narrow. And because volume four will have more material, the enrollment will go up. So if you do not want to invest more than you have to, text GIRLS to 313313 or Go to donovansharp.com slash womanies3 to lock down your spot now. Okay, let's get back to why putting too much responsibility on your woman will cause her to step out on you. And I'll tell you a personal story. About a year or so after I moved to Vegas, I was dating a single mom who had an eight-year-old daughter. I know, I know, single mom, right? I get it, guys, but cut me some slack. I was new to the game. 
Anyway, I met her kid a few times, and she seemed to be well-mannered and obedient. I didn't really spend much time with her, but from what I can tell, she was actually a pretty good kid. Well, one afternoon, the single mom calls me and starts bellyaching about how she gave her daughter 10 bucks for lunch at summer camp. And rather than buying a sandwich, an apple, and a drink like her mother instructed her to, the kid bought Sour Patch Kids, french fries, and a soda which was the reason why the single mother was so upset. She said to me, I've had conversations with her about making good food choices in the past. I'm so disappointed in her. Now, I don't usually listen to women drone on about their problems, much less give them advice on raising kids, given the fact that I don't have any that I know of. But I had to explain to her that her daughter is an eight-year-old kid and shouldn't be given that kind of responsibility. I said, your daughter is eight. What did you think she was gonna buy? An organic kale salad and fat-free cucumber water? She's a kid. Kids like candy, ice cream, and pizza. They're never thinking to themselves, I wonder how many carbs are in this soda I'm drinking. She laughed and said, you're right, I never thought of it that way. The point is, she was putting way too much responsibility on her kid to make the right choice, which was a mistake. Kids want to be kids. They shouldn't be required to make decisions about their health or anything else important. Well, the same goes with your woman. You are supposed to be the leader. Your woman got with you because she wants to follow you. And because of this, she wants you to lead. She needs you to make the plans. She wants you to make the decision. As the man, you are the leader of the relationship. And as the leader, you must take responsibility for everything that goes on, which means making any and all decisions as it applies to you as a couple. There are so many women out here who are the leaders of their relationship and they're stressed out. Why? Because that is not the natural state of a woman. I've been on plenty of vacations or weekend getaways and seen a lot of couples where the woman looks like she's having the worst time of her life. Well, the reason why is because she probably made all the plans. She set up the vacation, she booked the hotel, she made the reservations at the restaurants, which means she had to choose those, which takes yet more time and brain power. She booked the flights, set up the car rental, and on and on and on. She's miserable because she was indirectly given all of the responsibility. Women do not like responsibility. They want the accolades that come with it, but they are ill-equipped to accept and execute it. Be the captain of your ship and lead the relationship. Do not put any responsibility on her. Simply allow her to be a woman who is relaxed and along for the ride on your train. Women who find themselves having to lead a relationship will almost involuntarily look for a man who will lead them. They don't want to be the captain. They want to be your chambermaid. They don't want to be the pilot. They want to be your flight attendant. If your woman has to be the captain or the pilot, she is going to cheat on you with a man who doesn't make her fly the plane or steer the boat. They're going to cheat on you with a man who doesn't put all the responsibility on her. Number three, you do not protect her from herself. Women are safer than they've ever been in history here in 2020. If any harm were to befall them, it is a rarity indeed. There are laws set up to protect women from any and all perils of the outside world. The only physical protection she needs from you as a man is if she is in imminent physical danger. And even then, you will rarely be required to actually step in and defend her person. Now, all of that said, the thing that women need to be protected from more than anything else is themselves. Females are self-destructive by nature and pose a greater to themselves than anything out there. If you're a man who doesn't know how to protect a woman from herself, she will self-destruct and take you with her. I speak from personal experience. Protecting a woman from herself means one thing and one thing only, and listen closely, eliminating any and all activities or habits that put her physical or mental health at risk or that are conducive to or could lead to promiscuous behavior and or infidelity. Now, it's not that simple. You cannot protect a woman from herself if you're not committed to her, nor should you want to. You don't need to protect your friends with benefits from herself. There's no need to because you're not invested in her and she's not invested in you. Only when a woman starts investing more in you and then makes a play to be exclusive with you 
Can you then take the measures necessary to protect her from herself? So when she asks you, where is this going? Or gives you any indication that she wants your relationship to be exclusive, then you can tell her what's necessary to be in a relationship of consequence with you. Things like giving you access to her phone, no more girls' nights out, checking in on command, eliminating ties with ex-boyfriends, ex-flings, ex-bed buddies, etc. Again, any situation or circumstance that could lead to cheating or could be hazardous to her health. Now, keep in mind that if you directly express these requirements the first time she angles for a relationship, it's going to fall flat. Instead, you need to tell her you don't want to be in a relationship with a guy like me and leave it at that. If she asks you why, either change the subject or tell her you're not going to talk about this anymore. Sidestepping this situation one or two more times and then letting her know what it takes to be in a relationship with you will have much more impact and will let you know exactly how much she really wants to be with you. I discussed this step-by-step -step process at length in this video. Now, at this point, a lot of you guys ask me, well, what if she says fine, but only if you do these things too? Well, the answer to that is simple. If she demands the same from you or tries to negotiate, this means one or both of these things. Number one, you didn't sidestep her attempt at locking you down at least twice, as I just discussed. And number two, your value isn't high enough. If you were worth 10 figures, had a nine inch sausage, an eight car garage and seven sports cars, a woman isn't going to come with a counter offer when you tell her what your requirements are. She's going to thank her lucky stars you're even considering taking her off the market. So now some of you guys ask, but Donovan, of course she's not gonna require anything of him. He is super high value. And that's exactly the point, guys. If your value is high enough, women will fall in without trying to negotiate terms with you. You don't have to be rich to be high value, guys. So anybody who says, well, just be good looking and rich and you'll be high value, women will never cheat, is using that as an excuse not to improve himself enough to make him an investable commodity. It's like the girl who says, well, guys just want perfect tens as an excuse to eat crap all day and never go to the gym to increase her own value. So miss me with that rich, ripped men get all the girls because you're being lazy under the guise of pragmatism. Guys like this like to use the lazy man's anthem, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. My question to those guys is, how would you know if you've never had the juice? You see, these guys want the juice, but they're not willing to put in the work, so they pretend not to want it. If a woman wants to be with you bad enough, she'll do whatever it takes to earn and keep your trust. My girlfriend never hesitated to do these things when we talked about the possibility of a long-term relationship. Why? Because she really wanted to be with me, and her actions made it very obvious. If a woman allows you to protect her from herself, which again means eliminating any and all situations or circumstances that could lead to suspicion, mistrust, or cheating, then she really wants to be with you. It's that simple. A while back, I talked about eight things that women should do to build ironclad trust with men of value in an effort to gain a long-term commitment from him. It's also a de facto guide on how to keep tabs on your woman to make sure she is where she is and doing what she's supposed to be doing. This list is a part of my five-part, seven-hour audio course, How to Build a Quality Woman from the Ground Up. Anyway, most men don't have the stones to implement these techniques, and most women would find it laughable to volunteer this level of transparency to any man. But if his value is high enough, she is willing to do whatever it takes to be with him, which means, to bring it back around here, allowing him to protect her from herself. And it starts with being unafraid to enforce these mandates. If you do not, it is only a matter of time before your woman steps out on you. Count on it. Number four, you're a male banana gobbler. No, not in the way you're thinking. You see, a male version of a banana gobbler is a man who freely gives his commitment to any and all women for little to no reason at all. This is exactly the same thing as females who sleep with hordes of men indiscriminately. Let me give you a few examples. A female banana gobbler, been out with a guy for two hours and sleeps with him the same night. 
A male banana gobbler been out on two dates and asks her to be his girlfriend. A female cucumber connoisseur slept with eight guys in the last eight days. A male cucumber connoisseur has had eight girlfriends in eight months. A female eggplant enthusiast cheats on her boyfriend six times in six weeks. A male eggplant enthusiast proposes to a woman he's been dating for only six months. See a pattern here? Men are the gatekeepers to commitment. Women are the gatekeepers to sex. It is very easy for them to give away what they are the gatekeepers to. Females who give up the booty too soon loses the respect of a man. We think, damn, she was almost too easy to smash. I met this chick, what, two hours ago? All I did was buy her a couple of drinks, make conversation, and she was on her knees quicker than I could ask her if she preferred latex or lambskin. She's obviously a sausage collector. There's no way I'm committing to her, so I'll just use her for biblical relations until I decide to replace her. Now, on the other side of that coin, a man who commits to a woman too soon loses the respect of a woman. A woman thinks, all I did was have dinner with him a couple of times already, and he already wants to be exclusive? No way I'm sleeping with this guy. I'll just use him for free food and sex-free companionship until a man who makes me work for his time and attention comes along. Men who give up commitment too easily are just as unattractive as promiscuous females who sleep with every dude they meet. It is very easy for them to do so, which is why they're shamed for it. Women only value what they are required to work for. And if you are ready to put a ring on it after just a few months, she'll see you as a male banana gobbler and cheat on you with a man who makes her earn his commitment. Number five, you are still plugged into the matrix. Even though you watch podcasts like TSR Primetime and Fresh and Fit and are starting to understand the true nature of women, you're secretly holding on to concepts like not all women are like that, that your woman should love you for who you are, or any other romantic comedy or Disney fantasy you've claimed to see the light on. No matter how well you think you hide it, guys, women will eventually sniff it out. And when this happens, she'll be up under another dude before you even get a chance to kiss her. Women have positively zero respect for men who do not know or understand how to handle them. They have no respect for men who worship them or show an ineptitude in dealing with their emotional shenanigans. They do not respect men who want to give them the world after the first time they sleep with them. Renouncing your sapphire tablet ways verbally, that's one thing. It is quite another to actually do it in real life. And do not kid yourself. Women have a supernatural ability to detect even trace amounts of incongruity. If you're a 95 percenter posing as someone who's got 5% awareness, she will run circles around you and drain you of your time, your finances, and sanity, and never have to get naked for you even one time. At the end of the day, you can talk all you want to about what women are and what women aren't. You can talk about how promiscuous they are, how terrible they are, and everything in between. You can list all the things you require in a woman before you commit to her and know that few women will measure up, and that's perfectly okay. We must have standards as men. But if you are a non-confrontational coward who puts too much responsibility on your girl, has no idea nor the stones to protect her from destroying herself with drugs and cucumbers, commit to her too soon and secretly still plugged in the matrix, you're going to continue to get cheated on by every single female you commit to. Get thousands of hours of content not found anywhere on patreon.com slash Donovan Sharp. Link in description. If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, search Donovan Sharp on YouTube. For exclusive content, which includes my entire archive of over 800 episodes and over 2,200 exclusive posts, go to patreon.com slash Donovan Sharp. Links in description.